July 5th, 1978. Itch. Scratch, scratch. Scratch, 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 scratch. Itch. Scratch, scratch. Scratch, scratch. Ugh! Hello, welcome to I Don't Like Mondays. It is the internet's only, as far as I'm aware, husband and wife, unedited, unpracticed, unrehearsed Garfield stripper day <laughs> per week podcast. Stripper day per week. Stripper oh, day per God. week. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another round of this, whatever this is. Uh, we've decided to, to fuck with the format because not only do you have your two regular hosts, uh, me, Guy Kelly, and his human wife, Cat Kelly. Hello. Uh, we've got a guest today. Hey! Uh, hello, a guest. Hello! Hello, I'm Dave, a friend <laughs> of the people on this podcast. Oh, hello, we can finally Dave. say friend of the podcast. Friend yeah. Of the podcast. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, I'm a bad friend of the podcast because I haven't finished preparing. I've got two more things I need to do for sound quality purposes. It's fine, though. Don't worry oh, no, that's about all right. Don't worry about it. So, um, as we have said... This is an unedited podcast, and this is our first attempt at uh, at having a guest on. Dave is a professional podcaster, and you also (laughs) uh, have a podcast about an animal. An animal that is a little bit rude and a little bit sarcastic. And a bit He's a bit, isn't he? And he's from the past. Fool cat. Nobody's fool cat. Look out, because here comes Sonic the Hedgehog. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I remember that theme. (laughs) What theme? What? That was a Garfield song off the beginning of a film I never watched, but that was advertised on the start of another video. Oh, well, wasn't that because uh, there's been that film with the Garfield film with what's his face, Bill Murray? Yes, who did no, the no. Garfield? Um, no, have, no, right? Okay, so that that didn't exist. Sorry, have there that been any exist. other Garfield films? Because there was a cartoon, wasn't there? Jorodowski's the... Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> there's been loads. I know this for a fact. There's been lo- well, it depends what you define as film, right? Because what there have been is a number of TV specials that were quite uh... longish. So, well, maybe they were about half an hour, I don't know. But um yeah, there was Garfield Gets a Life. That's the one I had. That's the No, wow, that's the that's one. Incredibly harsh. It was really good. What it was was that John um and that's the name of the man in Garfield. Um he needed a life because he's just a, a sado. And so he, like, you know, tried to get a girlfriend and stuff. And it was about his exploits in trying to do that. And he uh, learned Canadian, uh, which is where you say A after certain sentences. Didn't didn't get that joke. <laughs> there was, I am going to town, A. That was the joke in it. There was one bit, though. But there was one bit where um, he went to the disco. Or, well, he went to whatever discos were, you know, we'd say a club. In the late nineties, I, I don't probably know what a, a disco. Well, this is the thing. The thing is, on the dance floor of wherever this was, he went. He did some disco dancing, and then the joke was that that was out of date. So everyone cleared the dance floor and looked weirdly at him, and he petered out. But further to this joke, what they did for that scene was they actually like increased the animation budget. So it's Just actually for that one one scene. Seemingly, yeah. It's actually good. It's an actually well animated scene of John doing some disco dancing, and I and I recommend you look it up. Well, that, every day's a school day. I didn't know that. They, well, I knew that there was a lot of Garfield merchandise. I mean, that's yeah. almost kind of tautological. Garfield and yeah. merchandise, not tautological. <laughs> Together what's the word I'm looking last. for? Is it tautological? Is that the right word? When I don't things know what, go that's together very well. It's the word you're looking for. I think for, it's I'm the sure, word I'm yeah. looking for. Yeah. Well, like it's Garfield when, and merchandise. No, it's, it's when it's not when they go together well. It's when you're 
you are wasting everyone's time by saying by the same thing twice. The two things, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Garfield is so innately merchandised yeah. that Garfield merchandise arrives on a French beach. Does, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the have you had this on the podcast before? I've managed to injure myself during the recording, even no, though we've only been doing one. it. What, what did you do? Uh, just a small paper cut. I can't figure out where, like, what I did. I've seen you but... handle no paper for this. No, it's that's the curse the, of Garfield. I must have been, ha- yeah, I must have been reading my Garfield comic. I managed to scar myself once by doing crochet. Cool. Yeah, I tried to snap a bit of string um, that was wrapped around my little finger. Um, mm-hmm. The first, the first go at it worked, and then the second go became incredibly thin and incredibly hot, and sliced through lots and lots and lots of skin. Yeah, oh, right. And it's then, acrylic. then a couple of days later, we went to a place that had like a sort of salt bath, oh, 100, a 160 oh, tons of cool salt idea. dissolved in water. I have never been more aware of a part of my own body. No, when I was floating in that, with all the salt just having a real no, I go. Bet. Mm. And I've heard that you're very aware of a part of your body, so that's saying something. Mm. Ominous. Ominous, yeah. So perhaps, can... perhaps ominous in the context of um, the Garfield strip. How about that for a second? That is <laughs> exceptionally <laughs> smoothly done. Isn't it? Um, hang on, before before we do that, let's completely ruin that smoothness. Dave, tell us about your podcast, because we, we sort My of podcast. touched on oh, you. All right. Yeah, um, okay. Uh, both of these people... Animal. Well, I suppose all three of these people have been on the podcast I'm about to tell you about. It's called Sonic the Comic, the podcast. And it's about that time in the UK... Um, not in America, in the UK only, and other bits of Europe, where they had a Sonic the Hedgehog comic in 1993 oh, to about really nine. Did. And uh, and it, but it also it had like it only had seven pages of Sonic comic strip in it. Apart from that, it had other games and it had reviews and news and stuff. So uh, me and my co-host Chris McFeely, off of Transformers: The Basics on YouTube, uh, basically every two weeks, which is how often the comic came out. We, you know, go through another episode and we and we basically make you feel as if you live there. And we give you all the context you need that simply reading scans or listening to someone who wasn't there talk about the same comic wouldn't be able to provide. Like, we put the red car and the blue car had a race on it. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it is very nice. It's like it's, having a nice warm bath of, of 90s. It yes. really it is lovely. And it's it's sort of the exact opposite of this podcast. It's it's very well... Well, of this podcast, rather than yeah, the Garfield. True, yeah. It's very well put together. Yeah. It's beautifully edited. Yeah. It's, yes. it's got intentional sounds rather than People this police car. It. which is Oh, big. that was amazingly good. What good timing that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People yeah. have asked for we, it. We, we rely on, on sheer brute luck. It's, it's, um, this yeah. is brute forcing a podcast, is what this is. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, oh, I've just realised I'm actually on the podcast, so I can canonise what I say to Guy and Cat every time I talk to them privately, <laughs> which is that this podcast should have been called Guy and Cat. Guy and Cat, the premise of Garfield, the premise of this couple. Guy and Cat is what this podcast should have been called. There, thank goodness. Now everyone listening to this, I don't I don't have to just hold this in. Is it too late? That would have been such a good name. Very good, wouldn't it? But I think that's why it works so much. You know, well, we've, we've got that we, kind of. We could have put some thought into well, this. Well, exactly. We've got we've yeah. got that kind of you know power dynamic couple. John yeah. Arbuckle and Garfield have a power dynamic, kind of, you know, between them. They Maybe do. it's a slightly different power dynamic. I'm not quite sure. Well, there's a useless waste of a man and an extremely disrespectful cat. Yeah, and something Dave is... like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not God, incorrect. We should have called we it. Have done, yeah. It's, it's like we... that Dark Souls podcast called Twin Humanities, where it's two people talking about Dark Souls. And twin humanities is an item in dark. That's really good. Yeah, but not as good as if they if they were twins. 
No, yeah. that's true. Yeah. That would be very that. good. Thing, Guy and cat. And if they were if they were humanities teachers at school. <laughs> well. Yes, that's true. Shall we? Um, yeah, get into... 16 episodes in is too late to change the name, isn't it? <laughs> Probably. We can or have to, it as a or to start again. Or to start again. I'm not starting. Because <laughs> then for the first 16 episodes, we can just revisit those episodes. I'm not revisiting that. <laughs> That's nobody, nobody wants that. Guy, least of all me. Nobody wants this. <laughs> and yet here we are. Guy right. And cat. Shall we get into? Because it's the... a man and his cat. Isn't yeah. It? It's a man and his cat. It's a man and his cat. That's, that's literally all Garfield's about. Oh. And then, if you got a dog, then you'd be Guy Cat and dog, and then that would be even. And then Guy Cat and a little teddy bear. Yeah. And then Guy Cat and a little no, teddy bear no. and another little cat that's like a little grey cat. And and John Boy. John... No. No, John Boy? Where have I got that from? That's what Walters. that's what his brother calls him, right? Doesn't his brother call him John Boy and it's don't, like some sort of joke I don't get? If you've got a really in-depth knowledge of Garfield lore, no, which I, don't. I didn't know you'd I... be bringing to this podcast. Right. Okay, I don't. Here is my credentials of oh, Garfield, oh, right? Oh, oh, All defensive. it is... No, no, no. There's Here nothing. is my All credentials is. of Garfield. Hand in Here your Garfield hat and your Garfield gun. You're off the case. It's just that when I was the correct age... Which was about like let's say seven to about fourteen. I consider that the correct age um, because all the other. Yeah, I think I'd agree with that. Yeah. No, no. I mean the correct age. Oh, just the correct age in general. All all the other ages that I've been have been like fine, but those were the really good ones, right? Okay. So um, during that time, teeth into Christmas around those ages. Yeah. Yes. That's how you can measure if you're the correct age, is how into Christmas your teeth are. Now, mm. I'm hoping that I get, when I grow old, I'm hoping to become a kind of old Fezziwig type and get to be really Christmassy again. Do you know what I mean? I might have grandkids. If I haven't, then I'll just be... A, an assortment of nieces and nephews. I'll just be an assortment of nieces and nephews, yeah. if not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll No, I'll like take over as the neighbour, whatever neighbourhood I live in, I'll assert myself as being like Christmas like is around my house. Santa, breaking into yes! houses and giving them treats. This is the hope, yeah. So hopefully I'll reach the heights of 7 to 14 again. But until then, that's the right age. And during that age... Garfield and Friends was always on the telly. Yeah, always, always, always. The cartoon it was totally egg that lives in its shell, apart from its legs. Yeah. Exactly. In Orson's Farm, which Americans call US Acres, because everything has to be about America for them. <laughs> oh, hello. Cat's turned up. Sorry, you were um, saying. Was I? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, that was always on. So, like, that's where my Garfield knowledge comes from. And, like, it's always weird to me when people go on about it as if it was a comic strip. <laughs> <laughs> That's I know true. it was. Yeah. I, I don't think when I when I first interacted with Garfield, it definitely was not as a comic strip. No, no, no actually, I think I had seen Garfield. A friend of mine had a lot of Garfield collected books, so mm. I did. I did see obviously, you know, the Garfield cartoon on the telly um, and the weird, as you say, adjacent farm, which absolutely made no sense at all. Why was there a farm to do with Garfield? But anyway, that, that's his friends. Yeah, there we go. Um, but a mate those guys had, are there to help you get started, to give you a push on your way, yep. to <laughs> turn you around, get your feet on the ground for a brand new day. That's yep. what sort of thing they're there for. That's their, their MO, their objectives. Imagine if Jim Davis had been red-pilled like the Dilbert guy. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been... Because, like, the Dilbert guy made his own Dilberito... And, and didn't he go bankrupt uh, from the Dilberito? He nearly really? went bankrupt. He's still got lots of money and a, a weird amount of influence. And, and it turned oh, out he's that, one of yeah, those. One of, he one of he went reasons. rich bankrupt. That's what he went. <laughs> have, you, have you heard about the Dilberito, Dave? No, oh, this is news to me. So this is um, so Scott Adams who did Dilbert, um, who, who done Dilbert. He yeah. um, basically I done a Dilbert. He done a, he done a Dilbert. He. Um, <laughs> 
It's back to Frank Spencer. Yo, oh, Betty. Yeah. <laughs> I've done a Dilbert. I've the... done a Dilbert, Betty. Um, so, yeah. He, that was, yeah, a, sing, that sing, was a version sing. of Frank Spencer's famous catchphrase. Yeah. I've done a poo, Betty. <laughs> <laughs> he shut all his own trousers. <laughs> I just got that. I belatedly got that. That wasn't a sinking issue. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah, he um, he sank a load of his money into this uh, kind of food project um, to basically produce a vegetarian burrito. It was sort of like a a solid equivalent of fuel. Yeah, it was something like a meal replacement microwave burrito. But the thing was that it apparently tasted absolutely disgusting and made you fart like nobody's business. Right. Um, So it just didn't sell at all. I mean. That could be one of many reasons why it didn't sell. One of the others could be that it was a burrito with Dilbert's face on it, and I can't really think of anything less. That's it. What's the demand exactly? Yeah. Um, What is the demand for? Like now, now, now. Don't get me wrong. A lasagna with Garfield on it that'd sell like hotcakes or lasagnas. Yeah. And and I'm surprised I've never really seen that done. Wasn't there a Garfield restaurant in say Saudi Arabia? I think there was one. I think there was one in America at some point. That's the one, America. All these things and more we could have researched. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't do any research. No, haven't. no. Um, it's important not to. Oh, uh, just a, a very quick tangent of talking about um, comic creators who've got the brainworms and who haven't. Have you seen the new Gary Larson comics? No, I haven't. They're really good. Yeah. Oh, are they? He hasn't got the brainworms. It's just. Aww. It's more Gary Larson, but drawn Aww. more on a computer, and yeah. it's really nice. It's very good. Anyway, shall we get into uh, today's comic? Yeah, this is a yeah. new record for us. I think thirteen minutes in, we've uh, we've not even touched the edges. Um, cool. It's probably for the best, though, considering what's happening to Garfield here. Garfield mm. is suffering. Yeah. Shall I describe yeah. the first panel? Oh, the... that's something that, uh, that uh, Dave does art. He does drawings. Yes. You're, you're a man who has <laughs> has got comics coming out here. Yeah, um, sort of. Yeah. And I, I think it's going to be interesting just having somebody who, yeah, like, I mean, it's a sort of a, a, an appreciation of the visual aesthetic of Garfield. Yeah, well, um, and I've always genuinely had that. I've always, I grew up thinking that Garfield was well drawn. We, um, and I still kind of do. We were talking about Garfield and Friends there, which, n- n- by necessity, being a TV animated version of a comic strip, it is a step down art wise. And mm. so when I would, on the rare occasion that I would see some of the strip, it would appear to be a kind of like super good version of Garfield, <laughs> Garfield where it was all well drawn 4K. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so I have a, I have a healthy respect. If well, it might be unhealthy, but a respect anyway for the art of Jim Davis. Difficult though it is to really pinpoint what he did and didn't draw himself. Mm. Something I've I found genuinely surprising since we've started doing this monstrous thing and then yeah, picking it up with slightly more reliable frequency and scheduling. I dislike these a lot less than I was expecting to. If, if that if that sort of rat's nest yeah, of, I, of double negatives makes sense. I like, can see that. I think there's an element of going back to the early days as well. So I think, Dave, you were saying something before mm. we started recording about wondering if you'd actually tasted all of the flavours. And I think there's a kind of analogy for that here with Garfield in that Nowadays, yeah. there's been so much Garfield that we wonder if we've had all of the possible <laughs> story arcs. Garfield saturation. Mm. Well, saturation of Garfield. Have we tasted all of the Garfield flavours? 
Um, and, and I think, you know, going back to the beginning, to the very roots of Garfield, just brings back that kind of, you know, the freshness that's perhaps missing from so, some so of those incarnations. Salmon, Nozerot, salt, fat, acid, heat. But for Garfield. But for Garfield, yeah. we've gone back to the fundamental basics of a cat that Cat dislikes. versus man, yeah. Well, no, let's not say dislikes Mondays. He he likes six out of seven days of the week. Let's try and reframe this in a okay, more we're positive way. Yeah, we're refreshing that it. That is yeah. a very optimistic yeah. viewpoint on Garfield. What a what a joyful man he is. Could it be <laughs> that every Garfield strip takes place on Mondays and the rest of the time he's, just he's a, a pillar charm. of the community, a philanthropist? <laughs> Exceptionally affable. Yeah, just a real tomic to be around. Yeah. Like yeah. giving John a foot rub, helping yeah. him with dishes. Yeah. yeah. Assisting John to look cool whenever a date comes round. That's the thing. The rest of the time, Monday to Friday to Saturday, John is incredibly successful with the ladies. Everything about his life is brilliant. But then Mondays, just there's something about Monday. They live in this <laughs> nexus where Monday really brings a kind of a crashing turbulence into their life that makes yeah. everything around them depressing and unpleasant. See, that I think relates closely to something that I know we've discussed on this podcast before, which is about the kind of stasis of Garfield, about how we we think that there's going to be some kind of movement of the status quo sometimes in the in mm. the strip, but no, it kind of it never really resolves. We find ourselves in the same kind of position. A bit sort of Seinfeld, like, you know, nobody hugs, nobody learns, that kind of feeling in Garfield. Well, I've just had a Horrifying thought. In this world where Garfield is a is a joy six out of seven days, what if it's not just Garfield? What if it's all cats? And you've got a version of, of Earth where one day a week it's just fucking miserable because every oh. cat is a real prick. Yeah, and that affects everything and everyone else. They it, they ruin the world. They, they do for one day a week. They ruin the world. You'd and be eat so, all of your lasagna. You'd be so stressed for the rest of like maybe like Tuesday, Wednesday, you'd be feeling all right. You'd be riding that high, and then as the next Monday approaches, you're like, well, we've got to start putting in our anti cat. But consider, consider this. So the way the working week works at the moment, right? There was a lot of weeks and works in that sentence, but just bear with it. The way it works is that we have five days, generally speaking, of toil yeah, and unpleasantness. For your, your full-time job, yeah, yeah. And then the reward for that is two days of relaxation. What would be an adequate reward for a day in which all of the cats are so horrible that they ruin your life? I would argue six days where all of the cats are so <laughs> nice that they improve your life and give you foot rubs and stuff I'd make that trade, I think. If there was like... Yeah. like 52 yeah. mini purges per year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think that's an interesting prospect. Because it's not... Because you could say... The reason... I mean, you've got a cat. More, got have you got a cat? You've got two We've cats. Got two, and one of them's just sitting right behind the monitor. Just okay. Being, he's on the verge of being an asshole and trying to knock everything over. Okay. Well, I was about to say, then I won't badmouth that cat within earshot of the cat, but apparently that's not a problem. <laughs> um... You've bought, correct me if I'm wrong, you've bought those cats, or however you acquired them. You've stolen those cats, or whatever it was you we did. We paid not a penny for they, Yeah, they just turned up, to be honest. That's what cats do, really. Oh, brilliant. That okay, does so sound you've... like we stole, like, they, they are rescue cats. Yeah, they're from, rescue cats. We, we didn't <laughs> right. just, like, crack open somebody's window. And... No. Well, you've got those cats because you thought, probably correctly, that it would be a bit nicer than if you didn't have any cats. Mm. Right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. And it is, isn't it? It yeah. is, even though <laughs> even though they they can be a bit dickish sometimes. Well yeah. that imagine if imagine if they were like 
helping you. Imagine if they were going around the house being really nice. Oh, I'd love just to do the kitchen. Do so the we're kitchen. recording yes. this in the middle yeah. of the COVID-19 global pandemic. The amount of mugs that end up in the kitchen. Oh. It's a bit embarrassing at this stage that it's called COVID-19, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the times. Uh, I just, oh, if the cats would do the They'd kitchen. They never lift a paw. They don't no. clean, they don't do the dishwasher. Never done the washing no. up, never done the carpets. They'll do a sick on the carpet and then just walk away. Like well, Not even wash it up. No, exactly. No, but imagine bin, if bin they did. Not, not, not done the bins, no. No. Now, Monday, they'll be puking on the carpet. The bins will be on the carpet. All of that. But Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday, it's all sorted out because you've got lovely cats helping out. Oh, with little washing up gloves on their paws. Day One bad day a week. You've made me disappointed with my pets now. Oh, <laughs> they're, sorry. Just, they're just not going to match up to this. Speaking no. of you... disappointment in our pets, shall we get into the actual strip? <laughs> I quite like this one. Yeah, Let's I begin like with panel one. Uh, Dave, as our very Hi. first guest, um, mm. t- truly a hallowed position to be in. No, it is. I'm, I'm surprised. You've got much more interesting friends than me. Nonsense. <laughs> Unless any of my other friends are listening, in which case, yes. But also, if any of my other friends are listening, why? Why are you like this? <laughs> uh, Dave, would you like to please yeah. describe Panel the First to our well, dear listeners? So the premise of Panel the First is that Garfield is itchy. And, um, and in fact, there's one. It, there's a, it looks almost as if there's a particular point on his back that's itchy. Because it says itch and there's a little star coming off it. And you could, you could argue that that just means he's itchy. But there's something very... Pinpointed yeah. about it. That makes I, me I think, think that's I think that's mm, key. Mm. Mm, yeah, yeah, that is a good I think argument. That's the case. I think you're absolutely right. That if I could just sort of, in, yeah, there's there's definitely a very specific point right in the middle of the sort of back slash bum area. Yeah. And what we can see as well is that Garfield he has a very determined expression on his face. Yes. And he's looking. He's looking quite cross actually. He's leaning forward onto his front half. Well, this and, is the thing. Yeah, he's trying yeah. to scratch with both of his back paws with his feet, and Jim has drawn him. I think we can reliably guess that Jim himself was drawing these at this stage, has drawn him leaning so far forward that his face is on the floor, like bunched up, all of his chins are bunched up on the floor. And his bum is elevated upwards yeah, with the scratch. His strength must be incredible. Is, mm. is he levering himself on his tail, do you think? On his tail, that's oh, ambiguous. Yeah. It, yeah, it could just be resting up. there that's or the it could I be levering him up. Is. Like a winch. It's, yeah, it's difficult to tell. <laughs> no, I, th- I think so. I think yeah, he's he he might be doing that, but yeah, definitely bum right in the air. Mm. His two back feet on either side of his back, mm. scratching at the sides. But there are kind of motion lines there as well to indicate yeah. the movement. And it, it, it's, it's a very good drawing of a cat scratching itself. It I, is actually, I, yeah. He's he's also um, written the words scratch, scratch, just mm. in case we haven't quite got the idea. Yeah. But actually, yeah. to be fair, given the placement of Garfield in the panel. I think the, the, the word scratch, scratch add a sort of pleasing balance to it, actually. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yep. Um, and yes, so he's he is scratching, but the, the, the key thing is where it is itching. Um, and there's like a little waggly line coming from where it's itching. And it yeah. also looks a little bit like there's an additional tuft of fur where the itch is happening. Like a tiny explosion has been yeah. uh, been captured. Perhaps there's yes. a flea party. Perhaps there's well, a flea no, party. I think it's I think it's just meant to be a little a little star of almost the surprise, like just a, just to point out that something's going on there. Yeah. Sensation but it does, just radiating from the small of its back. But it does have yeah the impression of it makes you think there's a flea there. It's a good, it's a good cartoon. Yeah, Actually, that's I, what I, it is. It communicates very well what it's trying to communicate, even though. And apart from anything else, even though we know 
from the drawing that what's happening is that an itchy cat is scratching itself. Also, there's comedy there, not just with the bum in the air, that's just observational comedy, but the fact that both of the of the back paws, which is not possible, a cat has never done that, yeah. both of them scratching and gripping at the same time. This is very... Jim, he must have really sat and thought about this. I bet he, uh, for, for those scratch, scratch words to balance out the panel, Garfield yeah. has to be slightly left of centre. Yeah. I Did he sit and plan that out? Did he redraft it a few times? Or is the scratch scratch only there because he noticed that it was off balance and needed to fix it? It's it's a sort of chicken and egg situation, isn't it? I think perhaps on that one. But I, it's I'm a bit going of, to give him uh, Booker and whoever the egg one was called. Yeah. Oh, I, I, it was in my mind a second ago. <laughs> now it's not. Uh, I, I think or, I'm going to give... say Orville, but I don't think I want to say Orville. No, Orville, Orville was the duck, wasn't he? Yes. Well, or, fe- no, various you... people were Orville. Yeah. yeah. Or am List I thinking of of the U.S. Green Acres duck. character Leg, leg Butter? <clears throat> leg, egg I, I think it might be Orville. Oh, oh! I thought I thought you were referring to the Green Duck. Yes, that's the the Green Duck is certainly. Oh Orville. no, the Green Duck is Orville. What are you talking yes. about? Oh God knows. Um, Did you mean the duck in Orson's farm? I, yeah. I'm talking about the, the chicken guy, who the I chicken thought was guy. called Orville. The the guy who was legs sticking out of a shell. I've I, I realised it's Sheldon, and the reason why we are all saying Orville is because of Orson Orson's yeah, farm. That's why. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, so yeah, just looking at, I think you're absolutely right about the, the legs here, and I hadn't actually noticed that myself. I'd kind of, I think, subconsciously absorbed the absurdity of the panel, um, but the fact that both yeah. legs were up in the air had kind of passed me by. I do like that tail on the floor. I like the idea that yep. it's acting as a kind of lever, like with a yeah. comedy sound effect that goes, yeah, or like a jack yep. to get a car up so you can take the tire yep. off or change it. Both yep. of his claws are out on the uh, the the back legs, so he's obviously really trying mm. hard really to get it. There is a little, which is which is unreachable. Yeah. Look of steely determination on his face. He's not looking at the viewer. He's not really looking at it. He's just no. sort of staring into the middle distance. Um, f- just really focused. You can't see his... Quite determined, quite annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's... I think that's important to when, when we come to the second panel. Oh, definitely. oh, it's definitely setting us up for some some thrills and spills. Um, the the foreleg that we can see is resting resting on the floor. We can't see his other foreleg, but he looks, again, like he's bracing with that foreleg. Yeah, and, um, and the tail. Sort yep. of a, a tripod of. Could it, it be can. that the foreleg is the little shadowy shape we can see underneath him? <sighs> I think you it's see funnier that. if it's not. I think if that shadow is just the the, the shadow of Garfield. I agree with you. Yeah, he's, because... he's very round as well. I mean, I know we we kind oh, of yeah. talk about Garfield being very round, but later iterations of Garfield have him as a almost as a kind of like a, a round body on two stilt-like legs. Well, he's Whereas a in, mutant, isn't he? In yeah. this case, in early Garfield, what we've seen is the the sort of the roundness of him. He's like a little rugby ball almost, um, which actually, yeah. to me, is a much more accurate depiction of a very rotund cat. Well, that's it. Later Garfield, the, Gar- the Garfield and Friends and onwards Garfield is essentially just a sort of a little man. Yeah. Um, With terrifying like Sonic eyes. Yeah, like a Smurf or something. Whereas this Garfield... What this Garfield makes you want to do is take both hands and grip the bulb of his back <laughs> sort of like end, like the whole back half of him, and just and then you don't know, but you want to grip it and like <laughs> blah 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 something. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Give, right? give it a good old go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which which is uh, to my mind a really good depiction of a cat. 
Yep. Yes. Um, yep. It's just I, a good, this is a good really comic strip. Yeah. Should we move on to the second panel then? I'd be delighted. Okay. Um, so what we can see here is that Garfield has kind of collapsed to the floor. Things have really hotted up. Yeah, they, they have. Um, There's a continuation is, from the previous panel. Yeah, he's, he's sort of collapsed to the floor, um, but not in a, a, a wearied sense. It's sort of in no. a, a frustration, perhaps... Um, the precarious um, sort of tripod position that he found himself in has uh, collapsed That's underneath collapsed. him. Yeah, um, and he's you know his, his tail has given out. Whatever you know, supporting mechanism was was happening mm. there. He's still got both legs in the air. Um, he's still desperately trying to scratch the itch. We can see much more... more in the way of motion yeah, as well. Yeah, the, the action yes. lines are not only more pronounced, there's now gaps of white between all of the action lines. So That's right. The action lines in, in the first panel, they mm. were just black lines. There were two of them for each scratchy leg. Now there's at least three, maybe four. Three or four, yeah. Um, but with white gaps between them as well. So it really looks like there's there, there's motion there. Yeah. He's, having a, he's yeah. having a real go. And... Jim Davis has also written the word scratch eight times. Yeah. For with an exclamation mark. And crucially, and this is the bit that genuinely, it was only on looking at it for a little bit too long, I realised that it was a specific itch rather than a cat that needed just a general yeah. scratch. The itch yeah. is in the same place and he's not getting it. He's it's furious. not within his range. His feet no. can't scratch, can't stretch. Partly because there. he's so round as well. Because yeah, yeah, it's his, that is that what he's got there is a petard. Yeah, yeah. the the largeness of Garfield um, has impeded his personal mm. comfort. Is yet this, again, is this, is this hubris <laughs> in the sense that the, the ancient Greeks would understand it? Well, how do you or mean hubris so, or nemesis? Do, do you mean his hamartia, his fatal flaw? Yeah. So Garfield's hamartia here is that his love of food, lasagna, and other things which increase his size have simultaneously created a state in which Garfield is unable to satisfy his own kind of personal comfort yeah, through, by scratching it. Yeah, through egg. satisfying other cravings. He now yeah. has a, this... a very base and physical craving that yeah. he cannot satisfy. Yeah. This tells us a lot about the human condition because what we do in this situation, this is this is the point. It's In fact, you can look at this strip, actually, or at least these first two panels of this strip, as a kind of a historical commentary on the point at which we moved from the animal to the the human or or whatever i don't know what the terminology for that is mm. but the point at which we think we became more than simply animal is is this point depicted here because it was here and th this may indeed have been the origin point for this we will have invented a tool yeah, yeah. for this yeah. and this that might be the original tool which is that surely is the convergence point where we become people is when we start to tool create use. tools yeah, to do yeah. things we can't do already yeah. all you need is to pick up any stick and you can scratch your back with it I bet that was the first tool. Absolutely, yeah, and, and I bet it was something like, and, and, and you know, one of our ancestors was trying to scratch against a tree or something in the same way that yeah. a bear just wasn't working. Reached out and grabbed a stick, and I expect it. You probably, I don't know this, but I expect if you observed the higher primates, there's probably similar behaviour because some. Yeah, I bet. Tools. You'd, you'd expect to see a chimpanzee, for example, or perhaps an orangutan. Actually, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even blink if I saw a chimpanzee doing this. I would think it was perfectly natural for that to happen. Yeah, because perfectly reasonable behaviour. But not... at which point we have to concede that they are people. Well, I, I you're actually onto something that I, I completely think that the higher apes should be treated as people. That's oh, my for, for sure. Opinion. But if you start yeah. using tool use, like crows use tools. Yeah. And crow, crows yeah. Use, okay. Crows use tools to use tools. Yeah. Okay. So right. crows are people then. I mean, mm. this, uh, this, this is in line with some some commentary on crows. And uh, dolphins. Did you see that? There's a video. Have you seen? There's a video of a dolphin. 
I don't know, enclosure at, at some place, oh, yeah. whatever you're having. type place. Fish yeah, that was what Fish I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to say that, but that dolphin is a bit, a bit out of their league, but whatever it is, <laughs> that. And the person, the spectator who's visiting and is in front of the big glass panes. It's just a cartwheel. Does a cartwheel. Yes, yeah, yeah. And the dolphin sees this and does a cartwheel and starts to copy it. Yeah. And it was while watching that that I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. they're people then. Im- they're imitation people then. and playful behaviour, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's an internal world there. Yeah. Yeah. But perhaps what's that, what that's saying here in this comic, just, just to go back to it, and mm. I've realised that we haven't actually described Garfield's countenance mm. here either. His expression You're right. um, is, is one of... Uh, livid frustration, I think. We can actually see a corner of the mouth open and teeth yes. on display. So I, there's a kind right. of grimace happening I'd say here. there's an interesting tension in his expression, because until you look at the, the final panel, you don't know whether this is the satisfaction of an itch scratch. That's mm. true. Or... The the frustration at not quite being able because it could be either that could be bliss That's right. it could be fury mm. it's it's very deep concentration it's very deep focus but with the set of the mouth like you say there are teeth bared but you can't quite tell whether this is ah oh, great or oh. yeah yeah, and yeah. We, we we do find out in the final panel. We do, but I've got to say that's a point against Jim. You know, I've been saying a lot. I've been singing his praises uh, this episode, um, but. It is not immediately clear. It's the only thing in the strip that isn't immediately clear is what his expression there is depicting. Um, And it's because I can remember as a a very young child, um, I remember my mum straining at something. I can't remember what she was doing. She was trying either... She was doing something that I needed help with. Either she was maybe trying to get a... packet of crisps or something. Yeah, something like that. Or trying to get a a button on my clothes to fasten, which wouldn't. And so she pulled a grimace, this grimace, and I was too young to recognize that expression. And I said, why are you smiling? Because I was aware that she wasn't happy, but yet she was bearing her teeth. She was, you know, because of the physical... uh, Yes, there there was an ambiguity there that you hadn't yet had an opportunity to learn as a child. No, exactly. And and now I find myself flashing back to that because it's the exact same situation. Jim has provided a, a drawing in which the corners of the mouth, the sort of the shape of the mouth that becomes Garfield's recognisable sort of, you know, yellow mouth area. Yeah. That is drawn pointing downwards. Mm. But his mouth is only opening at one point, which, you know, means that it's pulled down to a sort of a triangle. So that's like a smiley mouth then. Yeah, it's 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 weird, isn't it? It's I think it's supposed to be a, a kind of growl, almost, a grimace. Yeah. And going back to what you were saying about, you know, the kind of the difference between perhaps what we might think of as non-tool-using animals and... Yep animals and humans which do use tools and perhaps have that sort of cognitive ability here mm. i think we see that garfield for all of his love of lasagna his hatred of mm. mondays which indicates a knowledge of the gregorian calendar mm. um has uh is, is unable to, to to think about any other possible way to deal with this situation and has resorted yes. to a kind of animalistic grimace written by bestial urges yeah and 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 Gosh, this is fascinating. Because haven't we just been discussing how later on in the life of the strip he becomes a bipedal man? Yeah. Walking yeah. around, holding a teddy bear, doing stuff like that. I remember one where he was dressed as a scarecrow. There's all sorts of things he gets up to. Are we watching the evolution of a single <laughs> this is person? In two thousand and one a space odyssey where yes. the phone goes into the air and then hard cuts to yeah. uh, yeah. The subtext of Garfield, the whole strip, if you t- taken as a whole, if you look at it, if you zoom out and look at it, you are watching the cat that ascended to the next stage 
the, mm. he's the first one. All of his offspring will be a step above Cat, and then the next will be a step yeah, above that, and eventually yeah. they'll Millions just years be later, people. Yeah. They're on Red Dwarf. They're on Red Dwarf. Yeah. yeah, that's that's exactly what Jim yeah. Davis intended. Yeah. yeah. Just before we move on to the last panel, mm. I'd like to point out the background in these, because I think the difference in the background yes. in the third panel compared to the first two is a really nice bit of Actually, subtle yeah. no, that's a really warrants commentary, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Sorry, I missed that, Dave. I just said that it warrants commentary. Warrants yeah. commentary. Yeah. Well, let's let's bloody do it. Would you like to do the honors and describe it? Uh, so we are I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, again, I believe that these are these are colorized after the fact because presumably these would have just been black and white newspaper. Oh, you're right. Comic strips, and so the colors we we just have to assume that that it's a choice. First two panels, Garfield is on. What we learn in the third panel to be the floor, but it could be any surface in a yeah, kind of... It's a red carpet, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, because he deserves that. Mm-hmm. Um, some mint green background. With... Quite pleasing colour combination, actually. You wouldn't think that that would work together well, but this is quite no, a looks... dark maroon, pinky, fuchsia kind of red, which goes goes nicely with it. Yeah. And then there's a... What's that? Is that crosshatch? Newsprint? No. Like, what's no, the... I can... I've zoomed in on it, and I can tell you exactly what it is. It's a... Um... It's a load of dots. It's a tone of ah, the sort they yeah, use so, in manga. Yeah, so it would have been used in the newspaper. It's the newspaper print, isn't it? Yeah. The way that yeah, the, the old, and that and that would have been yeah. that that tone area would have appeared shaded in the original yeah. black yeah. and white version yeah. of the comic. Yeah. And so for the first two panels, those the shapes are all divided in. Um, What's the best way of putting like very stark block lines? There's no curves. No, no. So <clears> it's <throat> like a diagonal line on the first panel, which comes from the top left down to the bottom right. Yes. It's a relatively gentle slope. But it but also in, mimics the in, shape yes, of Garfield. It's in, it's in line yes. with the, the alignment of Garfield. So it, it starts sort of butt end and then moves down towards the head. God, to, that's to, good. What a good cartoonist he must have been. Yeah, to, to move in. And the, the middle panel, actually, I think is quite interesting because although we've just mm. discussed the fact that Garfield is is clearly displaying intense frustration um, and grimacing, the, the, the line in the background is actually kind of level. It's horizontal. It's leveled out. Yeah, yeah so so there's a, quite a, a pleasing kind of symmetry it's like the, to it. The seas have become becalmed. Yeah, and then in the final panel, which I think we should... We should leap Probably onto. move on to. Um, the final panel, those those sharp lines, that neatness has vanished. And instead, I mean, the best I can describe it is... Clouds. Clouds, yeah. Sorry, Dave, what was yours? All is chaos. All yeah. is chaos, Which represents yeah. the, the shattering of the calm in the room. Absolutely, because yeah. um, Garfield is now on his back paws. He's waving his front arms, or legs, which I believe is a cat term, uh, around. He's throwing his head back. He's going, Ah! Um... um Sorry, and I was about to say what what else is sort of this is the gag for the uh, the comic is that John Arbuckle is sitting yes. in an armchair where right we nearby. are right nearby where we are now to assume he has been all of this time uh, he has no shoes and socks on so he's he's barefooted so he's we can relaxing. assume that he's relaxing at home uh, and reading he's the reading the newspaper and utterly startled so he's kind of yeah. leaping up in his chair his feet are off the floor uh, there are movement lines around the, the newspaper shaking feet. his eyes are incredibly close together to the point where if you'd look to the side it would squeak his face looks <laughs> drawn in um he looks paler yeah, than usual. Yeah, and his, his shoulders are kind of drawn up as well, actually. For quite a loose yep. drawing, this manages to convey the surprise of John Arbuckle really well, I think. I really like this panel. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's the first time we've seen John in this strip. 
and it's it's a lovely little punchline. Mm, mm. mm. Yeah, what do you think, Dave? Well, because you are given this it, suddenly the backstory fills itself in, you know. There John has been attempting to read the paper. We didn't know this about John until now. Mm. That was what he was trying to do off panel. This has put an end to that. So Garfield's just shouting now. He could, there's no way he can concentrate because not only has he been startled, he's had this this initial jump scare. But once you've had that, you can't just you rest. Can't you can't peace. No, 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 because you know that at any moment something like that could happen. Because we we live in a constant state of like. So, for example, at any time, right now, either where you live or where I live, there could be at any moment an explosion. We know yeah. this. Yeah. We're surrounded by civilization. I suppose I don't know. I've not seen the outside of the room you're in. You might be just alone on a cliff. But I assume I mean, you're it, in a neighborhood. We're recording this on the the seventh of July. An anagram of an anagram? No, that's not the word. No. An anniversary. Anniversary. Yes, of London terror bombings. It is. Oh gosh. I'm not, keep, keep it light, mate. I'm not saying it's the same <laughs> as Garfield shouting because he can't scratch his back. It, like, not quite. Obviously, no. it's. I know that's a different thing, Catherine. Sorry, it's that the It is, though. <laughs> We're is not it? laughing at the terrible. No, I'm not. Um, no. <laughs> oh, dear. But yes, at any yeah, time, something yeah. like that could happen. Yeah. And we we have to forget that in order to go about our lives. We've got to. Yeah, I was thinking I was thinking about this the other day, um just how quickly the world turns on its head when like if your toilet blocks and won't stop filling up with water. Yes. Suddenly all of your peace, all of yeah, your oh it. I'm a I'm a human adult in the year 2021. Like yep. I don't water's coming and I can't stop it. Gooey water. Where's a beaver? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if in that especially if that's at a time you know, mid or early 2020, when you can't really realistically get a plumber to come around your house yeah. because you are very clinically vulnerable, as I am, to the virus that's going around. Uh, listeners, if anything like this happens to you, and it fills up to the brim, but then very gradually goes down, but does this every time you flush, so it's an unacceptable situation. The answer turned out to be simple washing up liquid. We didn't have a plunger or anything like that. Really? Bit of washing up liquid, do the flush, let it go down, leave it. Oh, bit of washing up through. liquid, do the... F yeah, and it's it, eventually there is just a moment where it all glurps through into the drain. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, every day's but a school day again. Yeah, no, we'll do We that. have to forget that that sort of thing can happen, that anything sudden, that anything that can ruin your life can happen. And yeah. that is in order for our peace to exist. And that's what John Arbuckle was doing. He was sat there with his newspaper, assuming everything was fine. Suddenly he's been surprised... He can't go back to that because he doesn't know what's going to happen with Garfield. But there's another level to this. There's an extra level to this, which is that had he not been so engrossed in his newspaper, he might have done that most basic thing of scratching his cat he on the back. He could have scratched his yeah. cat. Yeah, he, he didn't even, wouldn't even have needed to know that there was an itch. This is you just scratch your cat. If he'd seen that big arse and gone, oh, I need to get both hands on that and go, arr, 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 yeah. problem would be solved. This is a strip of missed opportunities, isn't it? Garfield's yes. missed his opportunity to develop tool use. Yes. John Arbuckle has missed his opportunity to uh, grab an arse. Calm. To experience to, have an arse. to grab an arse and give it a really good ooh. That's uh, the thing. Whenever you see a big arse, <laughs> you just want to grab it and go ooh. And John has failed in his basic human failed. duty to do that. And in, and in consequence, John is suffering 
from yeah, as you say, his, his piece has been broken. Garfield's mouth is That's absolutely it. enormous in this final. He, he's properly throwing his head back, and, and he's howling. he's emitting what I think we're supposed to understand as almost like a human scream. Oh, this it's is a the cat. first time it's, it's a human noise coming out of a cat. This isn't a, yes. This isn't a thought bubble. It's all, not a thought all bubble. All of the Garfield no. communication. Oh God, you're right. Has been. Is this the very the first wibbly bubbly oh, thought bubbles? The very oh, first right. Garfield noise that we're witnessing here. I think it might I think, be. I think it might be, and I'm yeah. I'm hearing this as was it maybe it was Snoopy who made this noise but there is a scream that isn't the Wilhelm scream but is another reused scream that I was like I know what you mean. like that yeah. that's the noise I'm hearing coming yeah. out of Garfield and it's it, I think we're given to believe as you said rightly about the kind of the cloud background the reaction of John the fact that Garfield is flailing his arms around and this has been done by a kind of it's like a smear um, kind of cell effect isn't it that you might get like, yeah. like one of those um, screenshots you get from an early Simpsons episode where Bart Simpson's face has just been dragged across the screen. Yeah, to indicate movement. The, um, yeah, his, what it is is that there's a each arm is fanning out and Jim has drawn the top, the bottom and a number of stages along the way. Yeah, It's like when uh, Velma in a pup named Scooby-Doo used to walk by going along the floor. It's yeah. that. Yeah. Is this, the, is this bullet time from The Matrix? It might very well be. But, but in a two-dimensional ex- plane. It's difficult to tell because we've only got one frame. We don't know whether the, whether the cameras are going round John well, and Garfield. It would add a new dimension to the strip if instead of mm. being startled by Garfield yelling, Arg, John Arbuckle was actually startled by Agent Smith walking into the room and beginning yeah. to unload. And or by anyone, anyone at all shooting yeah. John. That yeah. would surprise him. And look, we don't know. That that isn't happening. We because John is at the far side of the panel yeah. and Garfield on the other. We can't. Could there the could be direction. anything. Yeah. What if those clouds that we're seeing in the background are actually the shadows of a whole army of people <laughs> arriving? A whole a, a SWAT team have arrived in the house. I think we've Dust just clouds had a... kicked up by like a herd of bison stampeding towards him. Yeah, we've just kind of touched on two interesting things there. One which one of which is kind of you know death of the author and the extent to which um, the yes. intention shines through in the final product and the other is kind of narrative instability i think and Mm. the the unreliability of of garfield i've just realized that garfield um meeting agent smith is no longer as like i thought that was a a nonsense thing to say the new space jam film has got sylvester and tweety in the matrix now Uh, yeah well Oh, oh dear! I've not, I've not, I've not seen. It. I've not seen the first Space Jam. I, I went and, to see it in the cinema, and I assume that it didn't have that. I went to see it in the cinema. Did you go and see Space Jam in the cinema, Dave? I've never seen Space Jam You've under any circumstances or well, conditions. I, I, no. I feel. I feel like I'm a little bit ahead of the culture curve. Well, now. yeah, I think so. The, the, see, the trouble is that I had a decision to make because, on the one hand, it was a film about the Looney Tunes characters. On the other hand, it was a film about sports. Mm. I, I think yeah. that I think this yeah. is what stopped me from yeah. from even touching it. Yeah, and yeah. not only that, but it's an American sport. So yeah, and then I think an what really layer of exactly, and what tipped the balance, I think, for me, was the fact that the former was being used in the latter, like yeah. it, like something that I would like if there would if there had been a sports based Garfield film. I wouldn't have been in the least bit interested because yeah. what you've done is you've taken something pure um, <laughs> and thoughtful and philosophical and you've put it in sports. You've ruined it. You've sullied it. I think 
Garfield and sport is one of the areas where we can probably safely say that there it, is it's an oil and water least situation. Least likely to be any kind of interaction there. That no, I d- no, I disagree. I uh, no, I disagree. I bet there's going to be a strip somewhere down the line where Garfield has a baseball bat and maybe even a baseball cap. If going only in hut or something. You maybe if only show. to parody peanuts. It may that you know if that's the only reason, but I bet it'll they, happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, it could happen. I don't remember it happening. Yeah, that's it a good could. point. So- well, we've got over thirty years worth of one comic per day uh, to get through, Catherine. Yeah. So we we may yeah, we, well find we, that sometime. Yeah. Well, and I, and just and I'm not going to give you any spoilers now, but uh, just wondering if there was anything to this narrative here of like, is someone coming in the room? I've actually skipped ahead and looked at the next one, <gasps> and uh, and unfortunately. The the story just ends here. This is wow. this is it. Well, I think I think it's that's not sequential. That's I, there's no continuation of that yeah. plot at all. I I don't think it needs it. I think this is, this is a lovely little self contained strip. I I genuinely think yeah. John's expression is funny. I the fact yeah. that I know with like as we said the color was added later. The fact that he has blanched. Yeah. Like this guy was really chill. Yeah. Fraction so, of a second ago. Just just for this for this special episode with our guests, should we give it a sort of, you know, marks out of ten? You know. What, oh. what what do you think, Guy? What's your marks out of ten for this strip? Lasagna. Lasagna. What's what's your um mark? Dave? I'm gonna go the Clockman Diamond. Okay. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna go OD out of ten, actually. Wow, you dislike it that much? No, no, I I I I like it. I just think, you know, there's an element of um of something unresolved here. Oh, I do. I think you're doing it a disservice. Really well, there's something. Well, maybe, un- all right, I'll, I'll, I'll update it to normal out of ten. I think normal's quite cute. I like kittens. There's something unresolved in this episode. We haven't mentioned, and and it, the, there's nothing really to mention beyond simply mentioning it. So we can do it right at the end here. But like, this is a Garfield has a problem. We can all. Recognize we've he's, been through he's this. Extremely relatable, then. <laughs> yeah, he's very itchy, yeah. and we've all been itchy at some point or another. This this comic has so many levels to it; it's unreal. I we, can't believe what I'm looking at. That people want to go <laughs> on yes. and with, and we've yeah. all been startled while reading the newspaper. Yeah, um, yeah. highly relatable. Shall sure. we move on to the comments section? Should we have a look at the comments? Yeah. I'd like to look at the quick, comments. Quick, is there a comment the section? What, yeah. what, on the comment website? <gasps> yeah, on yeah. the website. I tell you um, what, there is. There's a button that allows you to buy a print of buy the a comic. Print of this comic. So if that turns out to be the best one, then we can buy that. Well, we won't be able to tell until about 60 years from now. Okay, so. well, I'll, I'll sick it stay considerably tuned. more. <laughs> no, that's the, true, actually. The thing yeah, is, yeah, we, we'd, have, we'd have to put out two of these podcasts a day to start <laughs> gaining ground. Yeah. And we're not going no, to do that. No, we're not going to do that. But um, we've got lots of lots of material. So, so the comments. Almost eleven years ago, uh, Dave, have you found these? Oh, well, I've scrolled cool. down. Yes. Yep. Yes. So, almost eleven years ago, K Preethi says, "Ha." Yeah, that's right. There we go. Almost eleven years ago, Garbage Combo mirroring what Dave said. <laughs> eleven years later, yeah, yeah, we kind of have the same problems with our backs. Yeah, God, it's can you very believe, relatable? Can you believe it's been? Almost 11 years now since Caprithi said ha. Mm. I wonder what they're doing these days. I know. I'm going to click on their little icon and see if it takes you to... Oh, heck. Oh, (laughs) Caprithi's making comments on all sorts of stuff. Calvin and Hobbes, Wizard of Iz, uh, Id, 
Peanuts, and then loads of other ones that you don't know about. Comics Master 1000 says, Oh, the horror. Now, I like the ambiguity of that comment. Is this the horror of Garfield's itchiness, or is this the horror of John Arbuckle being interrupted mm. so ignominiously? We'll never know. Does he have fleas? asks Galactic Yoshi. That's a good question. I, I think That's what we're do. wondering. Yeah, I, I, I think he might very well. There might be an indication of flea here. A flea. One flea. A I don't think yeah. there'd be yeah. any more. So there's the little waggly line that comes up just beneath the word itch. That could be seen as a flea sort of poinking up and down. Yeah. And if we know one thing from comics about fleas, it's that they poink up and down. Yeah. Or it could be saying the word itch. That's true. Yeah. Um, Angel Princess 72, over nine years ago. Poor Garfields either caught the fleas or the mites. How did John not hear him? The newspaper article must have been good. Really prescient comment, actually, going back to what we were saying yeah. about the fact that John should have just reached down and, he gone, have reached down and, on his and gone on his bum. the problem. Uh, R. Tucker 913, I know how you feel, Garfield. Yep. Don't we all? Those itches are something else, says ML. Now, I have a real issue with Epic Guy 143 and, and their comment. Oh, so yes. we, we've established that the early doors Garfield comic strips, he looks very much like a cat. This is a cat that has yep. been very carefully observed. Yep. Panels one and two of this comic, it's Garfield scratching his bum in various comedic ways. <clears throat> Panel three, as we said, uh, he's fanning his arms about. It looks like he's got at least eight arms, if you mm. don't count the fact that it's blurred. He's also on his back legs. He's on his back yeah. legs. His head is very long. His mouth is very wide. Epic I143 comments, for a minute, in the last panel, Garfield looks normal. Does he mean normal as like in new modern New Garfield? Or, he might do. Or are the only cats he's seen fucking monsters? <laughs> With eight like arms like and biblical nice angels of cats. Mm. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a nonsense, possible. isn't it? Um, yeah. Because normal. That's the little grey cat with the cute eyelashes. Yeah. This is Garfield, Ooh. who's orange. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, ouch, says Jonas Barn, preempting Dave's joke. Um, Dark Ages, this is something that I had thought as well. In a few years, that's what Garfield will look like. Yeah. Third panel. And now, this is, is, this, what, yeah. this is what Epic Guy 143 was trying to say. Yeah. What we see here is the prototype for everything about this strip. This is the moment. This is the moment. This is when he realizes he needs. To, he, well, this is when he identifies the problem that he will later discover he needs a tool to fix. And that will lead to his present day form as he is able to become more like a man than a cat. And so <laughs> that last panel is actually a piece of symbolism. What? Uh, yeah. uh, is Garfield's original sin? Yes, I think so. Do you, do you mean it's his, it's his moment of enlightenment? See, I think there's also an element of Jim Davis realising here that in order to get more out of this character of Garfield, he needs to anthropomorphise the cat more. Yeah. I will say, having jumped forwards, it stays like this a lot. Well, yeah, no, but I, I think there's still... <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's an see early... the early germ of Well, he's noticed. Here. He's noticed what he needs to do. That's the thing. Yeah. There's still a long time until Garfield uh, achieves ascension. But for <laughs> us, for the viewer, there is this... This meta, this outer, the, you know, a sort of a what's the word, non-diegetic appearance of the future mm. Garfield in that last panel. It's the equivalent mm. of if he looked into the mirror and saw Jim Davis. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's there in his. He yes, he's screaming. Yes, and that's the thing. That he's bellow, finding his voice. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that Literally primal bellow that comes mm -hmm. out of him is where 
for a moment, we are shown the, the thing he will become if only he can achieve what he needs to achieve, in this case, to in, invent a back scratcher out of a, a yeah. stick or whatever. Comics Master, hate it when that happens. Yeah, yep. D-chill, he can't reach the scratch. He can't D-chill, thank you. That's, he can't reach, he, that's, he can't thank, reach the scratch. Thank you for describing... He's yes. correct. What yep. kind of fool would describe a Garfield panel in such <laughs> detail? Uh, JR1234 says, Cat Scratch Fever! Now, yes. Am I missing something there? Is G- Junior a, just a loves reference? cat scratching. Itchy cats. Just loves it. Cat, he's got Cat Scratch Fever, as Junior1234. Um, um, just Jason loves Moore, it. The struggle is real! Mm-hmm. It certainly is. Yeah. Uh, Joshua says, reach. That is so annoying. Am I right? XD. Yeah. Very relatable content. He is yeah. right. Vet- <laughs> Vets Worldwide 3327, the Ooh. voice of experience here, says, fleas. Hate it. Yeah, hate it. Well, I wonder, that's surprised there's been so many other people registering the name Vets Worldwide so far on this. <laughs> yeah, do I need to have seen the other 3,326 Vets Worldwide to, to understand, understand his comment? This one? Yeah, uh, a with them. I bet John is thinking. I don't want to know. I don't think John I is thinking anything. I, in that no, moment. he doesn't have a thought in his head. It's no. just sheer adrenaline. It's terror. The Absolute poor man's terror. soul fell yeah. out of his body. Could that be because are we missing some subtext here? Has John fallen into like? Was he reading an article so harrowing, so terrible <laughs> that the outside world? What was happening on this date in 1970? Whatever it was, is this a <laughs> Vietnam situation? Yeah, Dave, that would have required research. Is he reading about, like, what, not John Boy, what's his brother called? He's got a brother, hasn't he, John? Is this, like, the, the strange man that appears for, like, one or two things and then he's never seen He's got again. a little twiddly moustache, and I wonder if he's that... currently away in Vietnam, and maybe John is reading about, you know, certain, like, areas that Lyman. Been... Yeah. The mustachioed mystery, Lyman. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah, him. That's a really, really good point. So that um... could be why John was in such a... a I don't know if reverie is the right a... word. Or he was reading an article that could have been titled, I don't know, um, if you hear a cat go arg in the next 15 minutes, yes. then you're going to have a terrible rest of your day. You know, yes. Or like, signs your house is haunted, your cat goes arg. Yeah. And then he reads that, and his cat goes arg. Yeah, that would be a oh, the last thing you need. And, uh, um, and I, by the way, I'd like to, I'd like to introduce an element of uh, literalism there. I think it would be funny if the uh, the headline you just described, in fact, started with "I don't know um," because <laughs> oh, that's what you literally said. And I think it would be funny if that was what it was. That's sort of this this podcast. We, we think this it is... would be funny if we literally did this. Is yeah. The yeah. Basic premise of this podcast. So yeah, you've got it. You've got it. You've got it. Well done. Um, Doe Glover twenty six. I know that's probably Dog Lover. Uh, that is so me minus the screaming smiley face. Open brackets. I just scream inside my head. Brackets. And then that's a common very, homely like... hazard says Arthur Pashkov. I don't know yeah, if that's um... the right use of the word homely. No. I, I think he, he probably meant domestic, mm. but even then I'm not entirely sure that I agree could, with that. Could he mean homely in the sense of, like, sort of zaftig? Like Garfield being quite plump and so unable to reach the small of his back? Is is, is he suggesting cottagecore? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's three months ago. We could ask. We could ask, but no, that would safari involve, rules. You know, safari rules. No, no. Um, so, yeah, that was the comic strip for July 5th, 1978. 
Uh, I really enjoyed that one, actually. I liked it. It's yeah, fun. and I, I thank you very much for joining us, Dave. I'm glad you could come with us on this journey. <laughs> no, that's um, sorry, I'm just distracted there by the fact that uh, you look haunted. I'm afraid Kiprefi hasn't posted on any comics since about ten years ago. Oh, God, I hope well, they're all that right. Morbid note. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're just reading a really engrossing newspaper article this whole time, yeah. <laughs> while their cat next to them <laughs> scratches with increasing fury. I hope so. Good luck to you, Kiprefi, whoever you are. <laughs> Dave, if people have listened to this and thought, I'd like to know more about this man, Dave Bulmer, but in a much more regimented and structured way, yeah. what should they do? Well, what they should do is they should go to either they should just look up Sonic the Comic the podcast. Just and they with, should. It's really good. Just with Google. the episodes I'm not on. Both Guy and Cat have been on that, yeah. And uh, and if we can technologically sort it out, we should have an episode with you both on at the same time. That would be exciting. That would be very funny. Oh, yeah. um, you can do that by going to uh, sttp.wigglehe.com uh, or just use the words Sonic the Comic the Podcast and just look for it. Like You know how to find a podcast. <laughs> um, if what you want to do is hear more of me talking in a non-regimented way, like we did today, <clears throat> excuse me, then you want Listen to uh, this episode again. This episode again, you can play that again. Uh, when that gets too much for you, you can go to um, look for a, another podcast I do called Serious Disney, in which uh, me and a friend called Jahan Ranasing, who's cleverer than me at talking about films, we discuss, much as we've been discussing Garfield today, we discuss those Disney remakes that they keep making that nobody wants or likes. And what we do is we try to give them a genuine fair hearing. We we watch them as fairly as we possibly can. And then we comment on them. And other since we've got a podcast called Serious Disney, we sometimes comment on other stuff Disney are doing, like yeah. Disney I, Plus and that. Just going to interject here and say, mm. actually, I, I really enjoyed Serious Disney, particularly the one on the Beauty and the Beast remake, actually, yes. which I oh. thought there were some elements I disagree with and some that I thought were exceptionally well-made points. So mm. um, if, like me, you're actually a really big Disney fan and you've got and a like lot of me. time. Yeah, and you've got a, a, a lot of time for uh, for a bit of fun and also for some uh, genuinely good critical commentary. Uh, strong recommendation. I'm glad that you think so, yeah. And also it's just very silly as well. Um, yeah. And, yeah. But, oh, I'm proud of the Beauty and the Beast one. I, I made sure it was like all the information I know is in it. There's all like clips of things and stuff. Or it's like a museum piece. Or, it's very good. <laughs> yeah. And we've got six whole episodes just about, uh, what's it even called? Frozen. Six episodes, about a seven if you count Frozen 2. I mean, flipping heck. So yeah, that, that's another thing where you can listen to me being, I was going to say interesting, but just my mouth continuing to make sounds for hours well, and hours and hours. Interesting. And where can we find you on the Twitters, Dave? That is the other place you can find me. I'm on Twitter as at Demon Tomato Dave. And if you pop along to YouTube, you can find me there under the same name. But frankly, I recommend doing a combination of the two. Going to twitter.com slash demon tomato dave and then watching the video that's in my pinned tweet and is likely to remain there for as, as long as is this twitter the lasts. F- sort of revisiting first video game yes and it's the sport yes. with all the, the little blobby boys yes it's... i enjoyed that yeah. video i'm glad good. that's me describing uh <laughs> something that somebody put a lot of work into yes yeah. no that i mean what more could what more could there possibly be to say but the, that's the thing i did put a lot of work into it and it's a, a video that's supposed to explain or make you feel what it was like 
to play those very, very old games on the ZX Spectrum, but when they didn't feel old yet and were mm. exciting. And I've tried to put across that context. So maybe that worked. You be the judge. Yeah. Uh, and where can we find you, old guy Kelly, apart from sitting in a battered old chair in my living room? Uh, I can be found sitting in a battered old chair in any of your living rooms, but the second you turn to look at me, I vanish. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter, so twitter.com slash brainmage, and around lunchtime's UK time during the week, I solve cryptic crosswords on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash brainmage. It's more fun than I've made it sound, marginally. And Catherine. <laughs> Hello everyone, I'm Wangleberry on Twitter. Um, I'm not nearly as prolific as either of you, but at any given point I'll make a joke about a bum, um, or draw a picture of a bum. Or and write bum next the to the picture of the bum sometimes. Yeah, or or just tweet about how I've done a really bad guff and it's made me laugh, so yeah. uh, that's me. Do you make and sell art? I do make and sell art, I keep forgetting about this. <laughs> Chickenscratch.co.uk <laughs> if you'd like to buy a print or something. She's so distracted <laughs> by the bums. She just Buying wants to go with them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I everything that's... else is lost. Well, that's yeah. definitely something we can all take from yeah. this, is that if you see a bum, you want to go, err. Uh, if this podcast episode has inspired you to create a piece of art, it's inspired you to action, it's inspired you to ask questions you may not have thought about before, you can contact us on Twitter <laughs> for the specific purpose of this IDLM podcast on Twitter. Also, IDLM podcast at gmail.com. What neither so, the listener nor guy can really see is the faces that Cat pulls behind him as he goes on like this. <laughs> well, you know, this is a load of old a, nonsense. A genuine incredulity that he could possibly be <laughs> saying such things. No, do actually write in, because I want to know what everyone thinks about Garfield. I don't want to know what people think about this podcast. I know what they think no. about this podcast. Or Mondays. I don't, people don't care about very Mondays. Nice. Don't care about your Monday's opinions or your lasagna opinions, but your Garfield opinions, yeah. Garfield opinions, absolutely. Did you get my Clockman Diamond reference, Garfield fans? That was a that was a deep cut. No, I I heard you say it and I thought, right, "Ah, I've pulled an earphone out of my ear. That's not what I thought when you said that. He made such a much bigger response than what he did required. I thought he'd pulled a a rib out. (laughs) Or or you were expressing frustration at not being able to scratch your own butt. Yeah. There we go. Something like On that, that note. What, literally what, what that is note. about this Garfield? No, the diamond, not the oh, Garfield. God. No, don't worry about it. That's I, I tried to say it in a way you wouldn't notice. It's just Let's a, leave it as an It's Easter just egg. a Garfield deep cut. Oh no, I, I I remember you saying it and I definitely thought that's a thing I should know about. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> well, not. I mean it's not just, that I just, get it. It's just it's just a running gag on Garfield and friends, is this diamond. That's all it is. Don't worry about it. Goodbye. <laughs> Cool. Right, thanks very much, everyone. Thank you for listening. Get out of my house. Catherine, what's your opinion on Mondays? Oh, I don't like them. Yeah.